Did you ever wonder what your pastor didn't say on Sunday? This is the Afterthoughts Show, a podcast inspired to help Christians walk with Jesus throughout the week. Your hosts are Zane Garza and Pastor Chris Chadwick from Canyon Ridge Baptist Church in San Diego, California. And we'll talk about biblical truths that didn't make it into Sunday morning's message. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Afterthought Show from beautiful but cloudy Molokai, Hawaii. I'm Zane Garza. I'm Chris Chadwick. And uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we are here in Hawaii. Pastor, tell us uh, what we've done so far since we've been here. Nothing. We're nothing. We've done absolutely nothing. That is true. No, we, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a staff refresher week, uh, time to get together, hang out a little bit together. We're headed into a really busy season. So we've had some great times of devotion. All of the staff has led a devotion and prayer. And uh, we're just excited about what the Lord's doing in the future of Canyon Ridge. We've enjoyed, obviously, Hawaii. Uh, we love it here. And uh, I just wanted to bring the guys to one of Debbie and my favorite places on the planet. And we've had a good time. Great time. We've done some snorkeling, uh, hiking. Today we were supposed to go deep sea fishing and um, we got rained out and there were uh, high seas. And so it was unsafe for us to go. So unfortunately we weren't able to go, uh, but we had a great time nonetheless. Went to a founded gym. Uh, I got to work out in the gym and after our workout, uh, Pastor Bernie wanted to play basketball. None of the rest of us really did, but we humored him and we played with a couple of guys. And after that, uh, Zane and Bernie got to visit with two guys separately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, Zane had a great possible conversation with a guy named Dennis and Bernie uh, had the privilege of uh, leading a young guy named Allah to the Lord. And we would really rejoice in Allah's salvation today. It was, yeah. it was awesome. That was cool. I didn't see that coming, but I guess the Lord did. So yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why we got rained out. I guess so. Yeah, so. that and so we didn't die in 40 foot swells. Yeah, because <laughs> they were big today. If you watch the news for today, they were big seas. So we're really thankful. So welcome from Molokai, Hawaii. And uh, we have a, had a great time and enjoyed it. And looking forward to being home on Sunday. Amen. Looking forward to it very much. Uh, thinking back to last Sunday, uh, it's Thursday. Hey, 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 I just got to stop real quick. The one guy that's been been petitioning to be on the Afterthought Show more than anybody else in human history is Bernal David Lund. So, Bern, <laughs> just come show your face. Hey, I made it on the inside looking out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now he's leaving because he's not allowed to say anything. So, uh, good to have Bern here with us and John's behind the camera. So we're looking forward to God doing a great great uh, work this Sunday, but we had some awesome stuff happen last Sunday. Zane, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, it's, uh, thinking back to it, it feels like a while ago now. If I'm it not, does. Because <laughs> Monday was a long day. Yeah. We've been busy here on the island, but uh, uh, just an awesome day. Uh, obviously focused on missions. Our missions emphasis, Super Goal Sunday. And uh, I just started reading that book that Brother Josh Mead um, brought to the, the church. The Next Step. The Next Step. Yeah. That's been awesome. I wanna, I'm hoping to finish it on this trip. I think I will be able to. Uh, but anyways, um, I want to go to the passage uh, that you preached out of, Mark chapter 5, and uh, talking about the lady or the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Yeah. Um, awesome passage and I want to I want to fill in the people on something that you learned or I guess you'll fill them in on what you've learned because of Bernie's devotion that we had the other night yeah. about the importance of the garment yeah like why why would why did it matter that she touched the hem of his garment Matthew's gospel and their synoptic gospels so the way that you have to interpret a text in the synoptic gospels they they not every one of the gospels fills in every 
one of the points. So God uses different personalities to fill in different ideas about them. And Luke's gospel, or, or Mark's gospel, I'm sorry, Mark chapter five that we studied last week um, in verse 24 to 33, uh, 34, uh, it says that she, if uh, verse 28, if I may but touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. Um, and Jesus said, who touched my clothes? So that's what we dealt with. Well, we were here on the island and Bernie's doing a devotion, the first pastoral devotion on Tuesday night. And uh, he started talking about uh, this principle and he talked about the hymn. And in that culture, the Matthew says in Matthew chapter nine that she touched the hem of Jesus's garment. The hem of the garment denoted your identity. It denoted your position. It denoted your place in society. Uh, hems could be large or small. Some of the significance was like King Saul, when David cut off the hem of his garment, David was actually, it was an incredibly rebellious act uh, that David did there in 1 Samuel. Uh, and so when the woman said, I need to touch the hem of his garment, what she's really saying is I need the person, the power of Jesus Christ in my life, really only Jesus can save me. It's not like she was going around touching people's clothes. She was looking specifically for the person of Jesus Christ. And what a phenomenal truth. Uh, when you come to Jesus, Jesus changes everything. Yeah. And Jesus made himself available to her. It's an awesome story. Uh, and uh, just love the reality that when she touched the hem of his garment, Matthew chapter nine, she was immediately healed because of who she was. Oh, I'm sorry, because of who he is, Jesus healed her. He is the healer. Amen. And, you know, she was submitting herself really to his authority by Absolutely. doing that. Yeah. And um, so she was saved. She came to him by faith. She got saved. Uh, but what's great about salvation or coming to Jesus, I guess, is it doesn't stop there. Right. Uh, as Christians, we're still submitted to his authority. And I I'm saying all of that to work my way into missions yep. uh, because we don't want to just give the missions financially, which we need to do, but we want to send people yep. to the mission field. Yep. And uh, that's going to take us submitting to Jesus's authority. Yep. Um, so can you speak a little bit to uh, your vision for Canyon Ridge Baptist Church, like us sending missionaries, us submitting to God's authority that way we are willing to go? Because right now it seems like people aren't willing to go. Am I, am I off on that? No, we're not, we're not seeing that in the church at large. And mostly the only people who go are younger people. And we praise God for that. They have their whole life to live on the mission field. Um, but we really are praying and asking God to do a work in the hearts and lives of people at Canyon Ridge. And I think it's something every church should pray for, not just Canyon Ridge. We're asking God to work in the hearts of people to be submitted to go somewhere and invest their life just like Debbie and I have, just like you and Callie are, just like Pastor Bernie and, and Leslie are, and others in our church, not limited to those, just I'll name some of the pastoral staff, uh, for the cause of Jesus Christ. I can think of Charlie and Gloria and others that are doing that in San Diego. But I think that God is probably calling some people, I know God's calling some people to go uh, either in the United States or around the world after they prepare to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, to prepare the, to hear the gospel. And we 
we see our, our missionary Chesley Howe in Columbia. He's done that, man, out of our church. And we're pumped by that. We're so, so thankful for him and his ministry. Um, and uh, then we see others uh, that are out of our, not out of our church, but that we support and we're thankful for that. But we're asking God to specifically use Canyon Ridge to uh, really see a, a, a fervor and a fire for um, soul conscious churches being started all over the world. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, I'm now going to use that as a segue into my next plug, which is Marriage Weekender. Uh, and so how I t I'm tying these two together is... Oh, wait, wait, wait. We took our Faith Promise Missions commitment on Sunday. We did. And we announced that the total between the services was like 328000 and some change. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the exact number. I think it was 328400 and something. And uh, man, that really jumped up on uh, in the afternoon service. Right. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to tell our church family about it on Sunday, uh, where God has our church family. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll say a couple of things that just make me incredibly thankful. Uh, you know, sometimes people give to missions, churches give to missions, and our church runs about 300, uh, between 300 and 350, which is a, a huge percentage of dollars given even at 328,000. And a lot of times what it is is, is a, um, you, you'll have a few people give some, and then you have one or two wealthier people give the, the lion's share of it. And Debbie and I were talking, and we're so incredibly grateful for every person who gave because we had a record number of people participate. We had a record number of people who give across the board. We track those things like like who's given what, when, and what percentage and all of that. And I was just super incredibly pumped by the number of people who participated and the amount that God is going to use. And everybody who gave, I just want to tell you uh, two things. Number one, you'll hear this all year long, Second uh, Corinthians, I think it's 9, 8. We got to do it. And the Bible says now perform the doing of it, number one. And number two, uh, I am so, so proud of you. Step out by faith, follow through, be faithful, watch God bless. Don't go halfway through, go all the way in and watch God bless. Uh, sacrifice for what God called you to do, and He will reward you. And you're seeing some peacocks in the background. <laughs> Welcome to Molokai, Hawaii. John's going to get you a uh, better shot of those. And so we we threw some food out so that you would see them. And now that you're, uh, if you're watching this and not listening to this, now that you're dizzy, uh, John's using his iPhone to do that with. So thanks, John, for uh, doing your best to keep that steady. But these have been our um, breakfast partners as we eat uh, outside in the morning or drink coffee or whatever the case may be. And so, um, yeah, cool. Uh, they're pretty cool. Hopefully they don't come up too close uh, and introduce themselves like Bernie did. So on this episode, you had two new, uh, uh, we introduced you to two new people, uh, the Peacocks and Bernie. And so- uh, Peacocks kinda, are people too. Yeah, peacocks are people too. <laughs> they all need a place on the Afterthought show. So- uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So. I mean, that, that is encouraging because it's, it's a team effort. Absolutely. You know, the church, I mean, we're a team. We're, we're in it together. Um, for, we got the same mission. The yeah. heartbeat is missions, and it's not just a, a you know, a few here and there. It's it's everyone together. And, and Paul says to the Corinthians in Second Corinthians chapter eight, uh, I think it's verse five or six, something like that. Uh, I'm sorry, verse eleven or twelve, something like that. He says, he talks about e e equality that we all would sacrifice, that we yeah. all would give, and that I I shouldn't. 
sacrifice more because others are sacrificing less. We all should, if we're going to be right with Jesus, we're going to sacrifice so the gospel can be heard throughout the entire world. Amen. Amen. We just are. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, I'm going to have a hard time segueing the way I was going to, but. Uh, hey, that's <laughs> no. why we pay you. I'm just Segway better. <laughs> Segway better. Well, uh, this was on my heart because it was kind of part of the, my devotion that I gave on last night, Wednesday okay. night, uh, talking about the leader, the spiritual leader, um, being close to God. Yeah. That way he can lead the way he's supposed to lead. And uh, if we're going to see people uh, going out and starting churches, being church planners, being missionaries uh, from our church, it's going to start really in the home. Yeah. Uh, because if your home life isn't right, then the Bible, Paul says, uh, if a man don't know how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Right. You're not qualified to be a missionary, to be a church planner, if your home life uh, isn't where it should be. And so segue from that into Marriage Weekender. Okay. Uh, how important is Marriage Weekender for Canary Ridge Baptist Church? I don't think it's a stretch of a, of a connection at all. Um, I, it's absolutely vital. Um, the number one stabilizing factor in your children's life is your marriage. The number one stabilizing factor in the church is your marriage. Uh, the number one stabilizing factor in any productive society is the home. It's marriage. And um, the fact that people are like, I don't think that, I maybe not, I disagree, is indicative of the fact that Satan is really marketing well and the church isn't. Um, God wants you to have a great marriage. Um, marriage is uh, better than singleness. And, and that's not a slight to our single folks at all. I love single people. I'll be preaching to our single people this year, not too long in the future. I'll be preaching to our single people, uh, letting them know I love them. They have uh, incredible value to the church. In some ways, they are far better and can do far more than married people can. Uh, God has an incredibly pl close place for them. But marriage is designed by God. It is not a social construct to keep people down. Marriage is a godly institution yeah. to lift people up. And um, to work on your marriage is vital. Here's the scariest thing to watch as a pastor. The scariest thing. I'll probably say this 15 times over the next few weeks. Scariest thing to watch as a pastor is marriages that are tanking and you can't do anything about it because the people won't listen and the people won't ask for help. Pride, arrogancy, and the evil way. Um, the Bible says, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination unto the, to the Lord, though hand joined in hand, he shall not be unpunished. Um, my mom used to quote this to me all the time as a kid, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. I should always say that because my brother was always so proud and arrogant. That's why she would quote that to me. Uh, <laughs> I should always say that when I was being proud and arrogant. Um, and so marriage weekender, um, if you think your marriage is doing amazing, you need it because there's probably some chinks in the armor that can be corrected. Um, if you uh, know your marriage is struggling, marriage weekend, or, let's be honest, it's going to be really, really difficult. You're going to hear things and you're going to be like, I don't like what they say. I don't want to do that. I don't think that'll work. I tried that before. It didn't work. She won't do it. He won't do it. Whatever the case may be. Or you can, like some of the ladies in our church, uh, you can go, I'm just going to live my life and do the best I possibly can because one day I'm going to stand before the Lord. And that's really, we have to keep the judgment seat of Christ in view when we talk about marriage. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 10 and following. I'm going to keep the judgment seat of Christ in view as I do what God has called me to do to salvage my marriage. I'm going to do everything that I possibly can. And so marriage weekend, or how important is it? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 15 out of 15. Amen. 
because everybody's saying everybody been been dealing with married people teaching on marriage for 30 years now i've never seen anyone that after a marriage breaks up or as a marriage is breaking up who doesn't say i wish it wasn't this way i'd give anything for it to be different the reality is the way things are, are made different is on the front end think of marriage health and physical health the same way if you wait till you get cancer you, you're going to go through extremes and, and you may never get healing and at the very least even if you do get healing and, and thank god for those who do praise god for that but if you do get healing you're going to go through an incredible painful process now with cancer it's not a direct parallel but with cancer a lot of times you can't do anything but some a lot of times there are your diet your exercise your rest eating habits maybe some things you've done to abuse your body stuff that can be corrected you've got to get that corrected on the front end and not wait till the crisis point happens so in marriage, we want to, the Bible says a prudent man foresees the evil and he hides himself or he protects himself. With marriage, we want to look forward and go, okay, my marriage might stink right now or my marriage has the potential to struggle. So I'm going to go and I'm going to hear Pastor Chris and I'm going to hear Pastor Dean Herring speak so that uh, my marriage can be improved. I'm going to have a good time while I'm doing it, uh, but I'm going to learn some things that add value to my marriage that God can use. The preaching of the cross, 1 Corinthians 1, uh, 7, uh, 1 18, uh, is to them that perish foolishness, us which are saved, it's the power of God. Marriage is that institution that God designed. It's under attack by Satan. We see that all over our world. And it is the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the totality of scripture that will help us to have the marriage that God wants us to have. Amen. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's right. So we want to encourage you to come to Marriage Weekend or there's a link in the, in the, the description here and click on that and may come and be a part of the Marriage Weekend or you'll be glad that you did. Amen. That's right. I agree. I've been to many, and I'm looking forward to this one for sure. Yeah. What can we expect from uh, from you, Dean Herring, or or is that going to be left unwrapped? Uh, I, to be honest with you, brother Dean and I uh, have not uh, consulted together, and I'm still up in the air. So pray for me. I got like not up in the air on on how much to say. It's like what do I narrow it down to? I've got about 50 things I'm trying to pray through right now. Um, I think I'm going to talk about dealing with marriage through difficulties and maybe parallel the loss of my mother-in-law to that because it was a very difficult circumstance for me and Debbie. And so I, I, I might do that because every marriage faces difficult situations. Sure. And so to talk through that. And so um, um, I'm looking into that. Then we'll see. Then we'll cool. see. Last year I talked about sex and marriage, uh, the physical side of it, and that was really fun. And everybody's like, oh, he's the greatest comedian ever. They probably won't say that this year. <laughs> no, probably won't be what I'm going to talk about this year. We'll have resources for people related to that, obviously, but I'm not going to, we're not going to be a one stick wonder. And I don't want anybody to think that's the only thing that has, that means a good, qualifies you for a good marriage so okay. so but we're gonna have a we're gonna have a great trip you didn't talk about one big game we talked about football all year you didn't talk about anything about football this last sunday night well that's because the team that i didn't want to win had won oh fair <laughs> enough yeah me too me it too. was a good game though it was a good super bowl uh i mean went into overtime only three times that's happened right i think only one other time i thought with the patriots and uh the eagles maybe i want to say don't remember uh, yeah i don't either 
and when I was a kid, I used to be able to like repeat facts like that, like nothing. But now I, I don't really care. Yeah. Don't uh, care. But you know, it was a good game. I can't complain. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see if uh, they're able to three-peat next year. Maybe I'll cheer for them next year if they're in that spot. That'd be just so cool. just so I can see it. Yeah. You know, nobody's ever done it. Yeah, no, that'd be kind of cool so, if they did. So, uh, really wish I was a Kansas City Chiefs fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Cleveland Browns—they—they they have something to talk about every year. Sure do. Sure do. Always next year. <laughs> Always next year. Always next year. Well, thanks for watching the Afterthoughts program. We are a program by Canyon Ridge for Canyon Ridge. Really, our whole intent is to help the people of Canyon Ridge Baptist Church. So we always say a couple of things. Like and share the broadcast. It helps push us up uh, on the on the list. And we always encourage you to listen to us at time and a half or two, double speed. And we, we know your life is busy, but put us on in your car on your way to work. And hopefully it's an encouragement and a blessing to you and your family. If we can help you in any way, please reach out to prayer at CanyonRidgeBaptist.com or zane.garza or chris.chadwick both at canyonridgebaptist.com we'd love to be a help and an encouragement to you and your family we're praying this week that four more people will come to the saving knowledge of jesus christ through the ministry of canyon ridge so please join us in that we look forward to god doing some amazing things this weekend canyon ridge baptist church 8 30 10 30 5 o'clock god's going to do something awesome be a part amen thank you for joining us we'll see you on sunday You've been listening to The Afterthoughts Show with Zane Garza and Chris Chadwick. To listen to the sermon that inspired this episode, check out Canyon Ridge Baptist Church on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. For information about our church, Pastor Chadwick, or how to know Jesus is your Savior, visit our website at canyonridgesandiego.com. Canyon Ridge is a growing church located in beautiful San Diego, California. If you're in the San Diego area, make plans to visit us this Sunday. We'll see you next time.